I'm a teacher at Christian Alliance PC Lau Memorial International School. Over the past few years, I have had the great joy of being a member of our school's glow-in-the-dark team, affectionately known as GID. For those of you who haven't met members of the GID team before, I thought I'd give you just a little bit of history. Fifteen years ago, the GID team was begun by God, ably assisted by one of my colleagues, Mr King Yu. King is also an under-shepherd here at Alliance International Church. The purpose of GID is to give the students and teachers from our school opportunities to develop the skills to follow the Great Commission that God has put before all of us. One of the Bible verses which is very close to the heart of all of the GID members comes from Acts 1, verse 8. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be given power and you will tell people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. For the GID team, our Jerusalem is our school. Our Judea is here in Hong Kong. And Samaria is China, across the border. When some of our students leave school, they may well be going to the ends of the earth, following their career paths for university and whatever God has for them in the future. Once a year, the members of the GID team come here to visit you at Alliance International Church to say a heartfelt thank you. Thank you for the prayer support and the financial support that you offer to us. We really appreciate you. And while we're here, we would like to share with you some of the things that we have seen God do within us and through us over the last 12 months. So I hope you'll really enjoy the program that we've got for you this morning. First of all, I would like to introduce to you one of our grade 12 students, Samuel Lee, who will be coming up to share with you his testimony. Would you like to give him a round of applause? Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Samuel, and I'm a senior in GID. This is my third year in GID, and all I can say is that God has grown me in many ways, and I've seen amazing works from God because of his timing and his plan. Um, in GID, you kind of have to get used to the fact that you'll be blessed more than you bless others. Not too long ago, I attended a GID trip in February. Um, it, to me, it was not like ordinary trips. Where in most trips, I just went along with the flow. Um, this time, I kept praying for the trip constantly, that God would use me, and, we sh and he would show me the right people to talk to at the churches. What was amazing was not only did God answer this prayer, but I saw the change in my attitude when I talked to other people. Unlike previous trips, I just wanted to, to talk to other people, not for the sake of talking to them, but because I really want to share Jesus to them. I could strongly sense God with me on the trip. Um, as you know, during GID trips, um, we always have the opportunity to mingle with people at the church after the program. 
However, unlike previous trips, I focused more on the program and did not enjoy the mingling part at all. However, in this trip, the mingling was the highlight for me. The difference was that I prayed for the right people to talk to beforehand, and somehow God gave me his heart and words to say to unbelievers. In the first church, I had the privilege of leading three new people to Jesus. I shared the bridge illustration as well as told them um, the creation, the fall, and how it was their decision to let Jesus into their lives. This, this for me was the first time I led people to Christ, and I know it was God who gave me the courage and boldness to speak. In the second church, I talked to a very interested and smart girl who did not believe in Jesus, mainly because her school had so heavily implemented the idea of evolution. However, Ms. Anra, one of our GID teachers, left her with a question. If there is no God for a purpose for all of us, then what is your purpose in life? Do we just eat, sleep, and die? Surprisingly, the girl had never heard this question before, and I felt like it both challenged her and myself as well. In the third church, I talked to an old woman who didn't even hear about Jesus before. However, God gave me um, the right words to say to her, and I talked about creation and the fall. And I really felt that God helped her understand what I was trying to say to her. As a, as a side note from this experience, I also learned the key of smiling a lot. Because even though she probably didn't understand what I was saying because of my limited Chinese, as I smiled, um, she felt more comfortable and eager to talk to me. Yeah. Another amazing thing that happened on the GID trip was that God gave me the ability to hold a 45-minute conversation in Chinese. Although I know more Chinese than a Caucasian person, it is still limited. But amazingly, I was able to hold a pretty long conversation about Jesus. I know that this is at all God's work, because when I came back to Hong Kong, I found it a challenge just to order food in Chinese. So from this February trip, I was reminded again that the purpose of GID is to shine, glow in the dark, and tell, 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 to Jesus, tell people about Jesus who don't even know about him. Through the preparation towards this GID trip and on the actual trip, I learned to pray to God with an intent and expectation that he would answer. I took time to experience God's presence and prayed with the thought of what God wanted and not what I wanted. And I think that is what made the difference. To sum it up, God always listens to our prayers, but we just have to pray with an expectant heart and not lose hope praying to him. Thank you, everyone. Uh, next, we have a Japanese song called God Bless You, and we're, we will be blessing all of you from the top of your head to the tip of your toes.
My name is Jennifer Wong, and I'm in grade nine. This is my first year in GID, and even though it was my first year, I have learned tremendous things about God and what He's capable of. I wanted to join GID since I was in grade eight, and it is because I wanted to know what it was like to spread God's word, and. Since I'm apprehensive and a really shy person,、um, I also wanted to know how he can work through me.、Um, I remember my first trip; it was in October, and when I had to walk into the、um, Chinese school classroom to、um, interact with the students there, I was really nervous.、Um, I played the role of the translator. And whether I knew the words or not, I was scared that the students will laugh at me. But then I knew that the Holy Spirit is in me, and I spoke. And in the end, it was really fun, and it was really a wonderful experience. I also remembered one night when we had a church program, and it was time for us to mingle with other people. And me and my other teammate were. Talking to a group of ladies, and some of them weren't Christians, and I thought it was a perfect opportunity to share the gospel and using the bridge illustration that we learned in GID. I can feel the Holy Spirit in me, giving me guidance and courage, and I knew that God was with us the whole time. He will never leave us, and will use us for His good purposes. GID means glow in the dark, and I know God is going to use me and the team as the light to spread His word and lead other people 
to the truth and the light. Ephesians 5.8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you're the light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. Thank you. Hi, I'm Mark, and I'm a grade 12 student. No, no not really. Um, we um, are part of the um, uh, Typo community group, and the community groups um, meet to gather, grow, give, and go. So our community group decided to go. We would go with the GID team. Um, there's two types of trips. There's a um, large group trip and small group trip. We had three ladies from our community group go on a large group trip, and Kit will come out later and share about that. Um, our family um, went just last weekend on a, um, a short, a small group uh, trip, which is more based on uh, uh, running Bible study or teaching. So last Friday to Sunday, we joined a small trip, um, the small group trip, and we visited four uh, different churches. And to the main uh, objective is different from the large group. Um, we went there to particularly share with the brothers and sisters there and to encourage them. Um, Mark and I prepared our topic. Um, he shared about the topic of apologetics, and I talked about how we Christians can be, can be the witness of, for Christ um, at our workplace. I want to particularly highlight um, one of the church, churches we visited in Shoikou. In this Shoikou uh, church, we had two sessions of sharing. Uh, one in the morning, then we uh, had lunch with them to have a time of fellowship and an afternoon uh, session after lunch. And I was encouraged to see how the brothers and sisters are very hungry for God's words and also thirsty for more discipleship training and teaching. Um, for example, some ladies, they came to both sessions, both in the morning and afternoon. Um, a few of the ladies there, they are not very strong readers, um, but they're very excited um, about God's word. They would take notes as we share, even, if they, even when they were there for the second time in the afternoon session. And as soon as we make reference to the Bible verses, they, would, they were keen to look up um, the Bible by themselves. And in particular, one lady made a very deep impression in my heart is that she was very eager to share God's testimonies in her lives. And you can tell she was very excited. And she shared with me that she's ready to tell her own stories on how God transformed her, um, uh, as testimony of how she became Christians, and even after that, uh, God's blessings in her and family's life. And she would share as soon uh, whenever there's an opportunity so um, to me as I reflect I think if we're willing to be used by God God will use us and he would give us the courage even to share in a big group of people many of us would not volunteer or even enjoy uh, and come out to speak to a big group of people um, myself included but when we're willing God will help us and use us and even uh, in the group, um, during the trip, I was able to use my language skills as well. So when my husband shared uh, the topic of apologetics, I was his translator. And as you can tell in this brief uh, uh, sharing coming, Hannah is only 11, 
um, but also God was able uh, was also able to uh, use her um, as she is willing to serve. So uh, Hannah and Timothy came along with us. We have another son. Um, we have a son, Timothy, who's nine. Another son. Um, so I'm going to ask Hannah some questions. So what was your role on the, on the weekend? Uh, during the trip and the weekend, I was a translator. Okay. <laughs> Actually, she translated even for the GID kids. When they didn't understand a word, they'd look to her. So <laughs> she did a great job. Um, is there anything else you did with them? What did you do with the little kids? Um, we played games and we told them the story of a, a parable about the son. The prodigal the son. The prodigal son, yeah. yeah. So that, that meant that um, she was looking after the younger kids. That meant that the G.I.D. kids could talk to the older ones um, with the, the youth, yeah, with their studies. So they looked after the, the younger kids. Um, translate. Um, now, also, you actually did spend some time with the... The youth, the youth group, and they asked a question, didn't they? And you were able to answer that. Do you remember what that question was? The question was, how come God allowed us to have free will if he knew that we could sin? And how did you answer that? I said, if God didn't give us free will, we'd be like robots. That's right. So we have a little apologist here. So let me encourage you um, uh, to, first of all... Um, Join a community group, get involved and, and go and you'll be uh, greatly blessed through that. Honestly, the hardest thing about the trip was the beds at the hotel. You know, I, um, most of you probably don't know I have fear of standing on stage. So I need this, and I have this prepared. Um, you know, um, but I'm sure, you know, for um, I'm here because I need to overcome uh, for the glory of God. Uh, I'm sure he will lift me up um, today just for four minutes. Um, I went uh, with the GID team um, to China. Um, well, guys, I need to look it up. You know, I, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, it's you know, it's amazing how God put together His servants um, for for His um, you know glory. Um, you know, I never met these people, and the young kids, the young teenagers, the young people are wonderful. Um, during our trip, uh, we visit um, churches and, um, and, uh, and, and, and some schools. 
Hello. Um, so yeah, um, I'm going to put this over there. Um, I don't have too long. So um, my name's Tim, and I'm obviously in the GID team at Christian Alliance. Um, and okay, okay. Um, and yeah, I just want to share a bit about who I am, um, what what we do in the GID team, um, and how God has has really affected me through throughout my time in the team. Um, so yeah, rewind about two years. I, I'm living in England, um, and my dad comes in and says, "I've got a job at this Christian Alliance place in some country in Asia um, that yeah I hadn't really heard of too much about." Um, and so then, fast forward a few months, we're in Hong Kong. I've joined this school um, and I've joined this GID team that meets at some ridiculous time in the morning. And I'm in I'm in mixed minds about this. Um, well, obviously, it's early mornings, but it, I guess it's a form of commitment. Um, we give up um, some of our early morning time that we might rather spend in bed for, for God's purpose. We, we, we pray and we plan for our trips to China. Um, and I guess it comes back to, to our name, Glow in the Dark. Um, I mean, Jesus um, says how, how we shouldn't hide our, our good news under understands. We should let it shine out. And that, that's what we aim to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to... Now talk about a bit about, I said that twice, um, about what I've learned three times um, in the trips. Um, so yeah, I've been in GID for two years now. Um, the first year I think was more for me than anything else. I think God was using it to change me more than he was using me to change other people. Um, I mean, as a white non-Chinese speaker, it's kind of hard to actually interact with people too much. Um, and a lot of those early trips... I just found that I was getting in the way. Um, people just wanted photos and autographs and whatever. <laughs> um, and that's not really why we're there. It's nice, but that's not why we, we came to China. Um, so I took myself away. I, I, I went upstairs and, and prayed. And that time of prayer was really good. Um, just being able to pray for your friends, um, for the people um, they're talking to, for testimonies, um, to just shine out and seeing those prayers answered. Um, it really helps you grow um, and, and sort of have faith um, in your prayers, um, which is something I, I, I struggle with quite a lot. Um, this year, it's been quite different. I mean, I use the example of um, not last trip, but the trip before. Um, we were in this church, and everyone was having the, these, these discussions, and I was just sitting there not really doing anything. And, and so I prayed, and I prayed that God would send a, a discussion that would challenge me, um, that would make me think, that would make me question what I'd always believed, but never really, but never really questioned myself. Um, and no sooner had I finished praying that than this um, random guy comes in from, from outside. He sits down next to me and starts talking to me in Chinese. Got no idea what he's saying. Um, so, so I call Miss Young over um, to translate, and. and um, the, the question that she relayed to me was, was like a perfect answer to prayer. It was, what, um, yeah, what is the essence of Christianity? Um, so as things get, you don't, you don't really get more profound than that. And that whole discussion was, was filled with questions that, that really made me think, like uh, creation versus evolution. Um, what, uh, what actual benefits does... Um, does being a Christian have on, on your individual life? So it really challenged me, and it was an answer to prayer. Um, 
And then again, on the latest trip, I prayed the same thing. And, and one girl started asking all these questions in the last church we went to. Um, why did God put the tree of good and evil um, um, in, in the garden? What was the point of that? Why would he even tempt us with that? Why are we here? Um, all of those sort of really deep questions. Um, and yeah, they were just massive answers to prayer. Um, so I guess if there's been one thing that God has taught me, um, it's that we need to rely on prayer more. And I know I've said that over and over again, but it's so easy to forget, but so important that we remember. Um, so as we move on to the next thing, which I'm not sure what it is, I just want to encourage you to, to pray. Um, pray for us. Um, we still have one more trip going um, relatively soon. Um, but yeah, especially for next year when a lot of, us are, uh, when a lot of the students are leaving as well. Um, and yeah, if you could just pray for us, that would be nice. Thank you. Yeah. 
My name is Shirlene. We just watched The Masked Rhyme, and it's about a girl who's trying to fit in with the people around her by trying on their personalities. She finds it confusing and realizes that in the process, she has lost herself. Finally, Jesus accepts her as who she is, and she hesitantly hands Jesus the mask to embrace her identity as a daughter of Christ. A sense of belonging is very important, and so we may value friendship over our identity in fear that our friends won't accept us for who we are. But God accepts us just the way we are, and he wants us to come forward, to be unafraid, and to guide us so that we move forward to become who God wants us to be. I grew up in a Christian family, but attended a secular public school until grade nine. I've realized that Christian schools provide mandatory Christian ethics class so that we can learn biblical truths at an early age. And one verse that I keep in mind is that to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. It's from 1 Peter 3.15b, because we need to keep in mind that though other people may not also believe in Christ, we need to be open to their disagreements and be willing to talk about our beliefs. On the February GID trip, big group trip this year, I shared the gospel with eight students from Ma Gong School in Kaiping, and it was their first time to come to church, and it was really surprising, and it reminded me that not to take Jesus's gift of eternal life for granted, because not everyone has access to the Bible like we do. On the December 2013 GID small group trip, I was confronted by a non-Christian student about why we would rather spend a weekend in China preaching Christianity and whether it was just because we were brought up as Christians. For me, I believe that sharing the gospel is important because God gives us eternal life and also peace and joy that is greater than any other gift. And since I was brought up in a non-Christian background, I actually made an active decision to follow God out of free will. It reminds me that we need to set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and purity from 1 Timothy 4.12b, so that through our example, others will come to know the Lord. This year, I'm graduating from CIS, and I am attending a non-Christian school for university. I've been praying for God to open the right door to which university I should get accepted into so that I will stay strong in faith. And I plan to find a Christian youth group at church after I settle down so that I'll be kept accountable by Christian friends. As in Hebrews 3.13 says, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Thank you. Hi, my name is Prudence, or Miss Young. Um, some of you guys actually might recognize me for I attended AIC or Kalantong Alliance Church in Wampo when I was in high school, um, more than 10 years ago. This year marks the 15th year, like what Mrs. Kwan said, um, of GID service in China. 
Although I wasn't the pioneer, the one who participated the first GID trip, I had the privilege to attend when I was a student and now as a teacher. Due to various factors, my parents did not want me to go on any GID trips when I was a student. Um, but by God's grace and Mr. Yu's financial assistance, I attended two trips in a span of three years. Um, we used to have one trip per school year, namely during the Christmas time. Because the relationships with schools and churches um, were still in the early stages then, each trip was more lighthearted, consisting of English programs at schools and churches, church programs, uh, sorry, schools and tutorial centers were English programs, church programs, um, good but interesting food at times, um, sightseeing, and photo shooting at studios with very affordable prices. So what has changed since then? From what, have you, um, from what you have heard already from the students, every trip is now packed with visits. We also extended our outreach from Kaiping to Zhongshan. We now rent a coach bus because what used to be around an eight-person trip has now expanded to 15 to 30 plus, depending on the year. There are a total of five to six trips per school year targeting different groups of people in China. Many fascinating stories have already been covered by our students. But coming from both a student and a teacher perspective, I can attest to the fact that God has blessed GID by showing every member on the team his work firsthand, how he delivered us from all our challenging circumstances, and how he blesses children globally. What I learned when I was young from GID trips was that people who had nothing still praised God wholeheartedly. Their pure, joyful hearts were evident and contagious. Um, growing up in a fast-paced and ever-changing city of Hong Kong, I had and still have much to learn what it means to be fully content of what I have. The trips also showed me what I lack in my walk with God, some things that I will continue to work out and work on throughout my lifetime. And now as a teacher, I get to walk alongside and share experiences with my students. It is an encouragement for me um, to continue with God's word, work while passing the torch to younger generations um, to give glory to our ever-deserving God and Savior. We know that Mr. Yu has been very eager in sharing with you each moment of the trips with his right-hand man, his up-to-date Android phones. So we thank you for providing various support throughout these years. Um, hearing from Mr. Yu, all your financial, prayer, and physical support teaches us that we are all connected in one body. Um, though we members do not know you individually, it is a fact that your active assistance helped us in the challenges we faced in the trips. Thank you.
的时刻，我们相聚在一起。神的爱拥抱着我们，神的灵充满着地。当船写进入他的门，当他没进入他的园，只有他为神欢呼。凡有气息，都要赞美他，万赞美从此处响起，让音符在空中飞舞，让我们的心向神敞开。让赞美从此处响起，让音符在空中飞舞，让我们的心向神敞开。在这面临的时刻，我们相聚在一起。神的爱用来转我们，神的灵充满着地。当尘邪进入他的门，当赞美进入他的园，击鼓跳舞，扬声欢呼。凡尘气息都要赞美他，凡赞美从四处响起，让音符在空中飞舞，让我们的心向神敞开。让赞美从四处响起，让音符在空中飞舞，让我们的心向神敞开。In some ways, this is a pretty sad-looking group. <laughs> Look, two years ago, supposed to be a picture coming up. Yeah, two years ago we had 41 members, and even last year we had, we had, we had nobody. <laughs> ah, even last year we had 28. This year, how many are you? 11. Twelve. Like, what can twelve people do, really? Right? Twelve young, inexperienced, some not very smart. I won't say who. Um, some even have prone to have foot-to-mouth disease. Like, we can. What can twelve people do to spread? God, God. Yeah. Sorry for. Sorry for the um, <clears throat> rather cheesy introduction. In, in our human eyes, 12 young, inexperienced people really can't do much. But in the upper story of God's redemptive plan, it is possible to do all things to Christ Jesus. I'd like to look at just a few verses this morning. In Exodus verse uh, 4, 1 to 3. It says, Moses answered, What if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, The Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he answered. He replied, 
The Lord said, throw it on the ground. Can you imagine what would happen if Moses said, well, this is my staff. It's the only staff I have. It's not a very good staff. God, why do you use someone else? Or use another staff. There must be a golden scepter somewhere that you can use. What if he said that? When I teach, I don't need this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> um, Moses could have said that. And he, he kind of did, didn't he? But little did Moses knew that little staff God used to change the world. On October 5th, 2013, 8.28 p.m., I start answering an email from a young lady that during one of the previous trips, this group of inexperienced, young, not so smart students invited to church. She came with lots of great questions. Now, in my email corresponding with uh, people in China, I have to write English because my Chinese is really not that good. I can read Chinese, but I can't really write. Even for me to write a short email in Chinese would take me hours. Or sometimes I ask my wife to help me translate. <laughs> Google Translate doesn't cut it. So I, I start answering this email to this young lady. She has been writing uh, with me, corresponding with me for the past few months. She, write, she asked great questions. But this particular email was difficult. It's kind of troubling to answer because she basically felt, among other things, she basically felt that there's no possible way for God to accept her because of something she perceived in her life. She just felt too, to use her word, too dirty. She wrote in Chinese, and I tried to answer in English. I was hoping that she would understand what I was trying to say. As I started with my reply, she popped up on Skype, which is fairly uncommon. Most people in China, they use QQ which is their version of uh, Skype. But apparently, this particular student uh, has Skype or MSN. And for the next two hours of chat, we're just chatting back and forth. She's typing Chinese, I'm using English. It's, it's interesting. I've never done this before. I was hoping that I wasn't using too many Christian jargons. As some of you know, once you've been a Christian for a while, you tend to pick up all these jargons. I was reminding myself to explain all the words as much as possible. And I was hoping she would understand. She was only in junior high, even though her English was quite good for a junior high student in China. After two hours, at 10.14 p.m., she typed. For those of you who don't read Chinese, she said, yes, I accept. On the last trip in February, on the last, Simone, Simon, that's her name, her English name, uh, someone gave it to her, Simone. She shared for the first time in her life, well, I kind of asked her last minute, like half an hour before the service, would you mind sharing a testimony? And she was willing to do so. She talked about God's unconditional love. She talked about saving grace. 
She's talking about God that can forgive her even when she felt she was too dirty to be forgiven. There are many challenges to being a uh, Christian in China, being a teenager. Um, anywhere is challenging to, to be a Christian teenager. It's doubly difficult for her as she'll be the only Christian in her family. And it's twice as difficult as she'll be a Christian in society and in a school system which does not include, uh, that does not encourage faith and quadruple it in difficulty because she still felt, you know, at least she used to feel she was unworthy. Yet she was convinced by grace and she said, yes, I accept. Simone started on her journey to letting God write his story through her. What if our team of 12 young inexperienced, did I mention not so smart? Um, young people would have said, well, I rather stay home this weekend. Why should I spend my own money, my own time and things? Um, I got AP coming up. I have exams coming up. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe God is faithful. Even when we are faithless, he, his will will be done. But we'll be missing all his blessings. And Simone may not have heard until much later, or, or we don't know. At the beginning of each year of GID, around September, I'll give my normal speech. Being on time, being committed to the team, ready to serve, don't steal my food, um, etc., etc. Among all the things that they only pretended to listen, I was actually hoping they would listen to one or two things, one or two key points. Key point number one, it's not all about them. Whenever they feel lacking in ability, they need to remember that is not their ability they should be counting on the most. They should not be leaning on their own understanding, but in all their ways, acknowledge him. After all, he did promise he will make their path straight. Whenever they feel puffed up or tempted to be filled with pride in what they have accomplished, the teachers will be reminding them to look at the author and finish of our faith. Whenever they feel that they need to use their effort to do, they'll be reminded to throw down their staff and let God Point number two is all about God. What you heard today is but a small part of the stories they can tell. If we have the time, I'm sure every single one of them will be able to tell you stories after stories of seeing God's plan unfold before them this year. I don't think you want to stay till three or four in the afternoon, do you? No, no. Well, maybe you can corner them to ask them some of those stories that they, they didn't have a chance to share today. A few weeks ago, I was talking to Pastor Dan, trying to dump this talk time on him. Say, Dan, for you mind closing? He has the audacity to say no. As I, I think some of you probably wish that he didn't say no. But as we chatted some more, a song, a couple of lines from an old song came to my mind. This is my story. This is my song. 
praising my Savior all the day long. Um, for, for those of you not so old, it's from Blessed Assurance. And this is what you have heard today. This is the story. This is God's story. This is his song. And we are just sharing what we have learned of the many, many blessings that God has shown us and able to do through us. Of the hundreds, no, thousands, and not even exaggerating, young people we met in China this year. How many of them will have a story to tell one day? Of the 90-plus students from China that visited CAIS a few days ago, how many of them will one day point to their visit, their short two-hour visit to our school, as a trigger point to the inquiry, to the greatest question, ultimate meaning of life? No, not all of them have heard a clear presentation of the gospel, at least not a verbal one. Of the hundreds that we have invited into church, that stepped foot into the church for the first time in their lives, how many of them will one day stand like Simone did and tell about God's grace, about his forgiveness of sin? We don't know. And we'll never know on this planet, on this earth. But I'm sure going to look forward to listening to those stories one day when we meet in heaven. What's in your hand? Brothers and sisters, do you have a staff? Maybe you have a song. Maybe you have a story. How tightly are you holding on to those stories? A couple of months ago, we were challenged by Dr. John Bechtel about how big is our God. And a couple of weeks later, Pastor Dan challenged and reminded us that the harvest was plentiful, but the workers are few. What's in your hands? Maybe there are some today that are guests or just stopping by. They have no idea what this big guy up there is talking about. I hope you will not walk out this door without finding out this God who loves you, who propelled us, 12 students or so, plus a group of teachers. It's not because of how great we are. Yeah, they're great kids. It's such an honor to work with them. But it's not about us. It's about this God. If you don't know him, when you walk through this door, please don't live without knowing him. Talk to me. Talk to any of the brothers and sisters here. We'll be more than happy to share with you. This God who used an old beating up staff of Moses to change the world. Thank you for allowing us to come. encouraged to see uh, people in the church, believers, God's people, obeying him and doing the ministry together with other believers. 
And it is only through the grace and power of our Lord Jesus Christ who commanded us, who had given us that great commission that we are able to accomplish what he wants to accomplish on this earth. And that is to make disciples and uh, encourage them to become reproducing believers. W- wonderful. It is a great privilege to really sing to our Lord who has the power, who has the grace, and uh, the authority uh, over this world. And we all have to bow before him. May I invite you to stand. Let's sing hallelujah to the Lamb, knowing that we are on this earth with a purpose, and that is to proclaim who he is and proclaim his glory. Remember, a king said, it's not all about us. It's not all about our tools and anything in this world, even in this, in this hall, but it's all about Jesus Christ. Let us sing to him. Lord, I stand in the midst of a multitude of those from every tribe and tongue. We are your people, redeemed by your blood, purchased by death, by your love. We are unawares, good enough to thank you. There are no words to express my Every people, every land, giving glory. 